Hello and welcome to the Bonco Podcast. My guest today is Jamie White. Thanks. But anyway, we're sorted. We're good. So when or how do you want to kick off? Is there anything you want to tell me beforehand? Um, we've actually kicked off already, Jamie, believe it or not. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I like it. The less editing uh, I have to do, the better. Oh, do you know what? I'm the exact same. I don't, I don't know if you've listened to any of my podcasts, but there's no intros. There's no anything. It's just bang, oh, just straight simple, into the chat. Just into yeah. the chat, yeah. Uh, I'll introduce you, Jamie, um, and then I'll allow yourself to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about you. Perfect, perfect. Will that, okay. will that do? That do Absolutely, yeah? yeah, 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 yeah. And just so you know, now it's zero degrees here and it's snowing, so no one wants to hear about how sunny it is over in Bali, all right? <laughs> you know, honestly, honestly, there's a feckin' tornado on the beach earlier, so as much as like... <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, because we're, we're in monsoon season over here, so okay. like... I think when people are in Bali, all they want to do is share like lovely beaches and like nice weather. But the fact of the matter is it rains aggressively for two to three hours every day. Unfortunately, the beach is littered with plastic, which is really, really sad. And uh, every so often there is a tornado. Yeah, it is absolutely bizarre. Um, Yeah, it's just mental to be in a wholly, totally different climate. Um, And I was chatting to a friend back home and they were talking about the snow and I miss that clean air that comes mm. with the snow. Um, mm. So don't worry, the envy is balanced out. Ah, good, 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 good. <laughs> you can feel your fingers though, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. Jimmy, um, I'll do my introduction. I always shy away from introductions. Anytime I'm like introducing somebody, I always pass the, pass the mic straight away because I... Uh, well, there's actually a bit of a funny story. I'll skip that and leave it to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so welcome to the Bonco podcast. Anyway, uh, my guest today is Jamie White. Jamie is a business coach and consultant working closely with entrepreneurs to get the best from them and to help them achieve their goals. Winner of Ireland's Best Young Entrepreneur two, two years in a row and host of the University of Life podcast, Jamie White, you are very welcome to the show. Very, thank you. That's actually and like, as, as, as you were reading that introduction, I was kind of smiling to myself and I was like, I, I, I like this. Thank you very much. Thank you yeah, very much indeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so look, my, my pleasure to get to have a chat because at the moment I, um, I'm actually interviewing so many people and I kind of get it envious. I'm like, I want to talk at some stage. So thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. No, I'm delighted to have you on. It's a pleasure. So if you want to give us just your own introduction and fill us in as to what exactly you do, Jimmy, what do you work at, um, maybe where you went to school and your interest in business, maybe how it, or where it came about. Where it came about. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> it's, it's actually quite interesting when you introduced and said, you know, business coach and consultants. Uh, for years, I was an entrepreneur. I, I had this business, that business. Um, and basically, I came out of school and from pretty much 18 to 31 I worked straight, um, 13, mm. 14 years. And I, my start was in events. Uh, I did all sorts of nightclub events. Um, I built up the biggest nightclub business in Ireland and the UK. We ran 13 events a week to 20,000 people on average. Um, that was ama- amazing. Um, that evolved into kind of uh, hosting a lot of concerts with some of the world's top DJs. That was amazing. Really, really fun work. Um, and then 
kind of what, what I did kind of developed into online media, set up two online magazines. One was called College Times, one was called Teen Times, sold them. But at their height, uh, we had a reach of a million 14 to 24 year olds every week, which was just incredible being able to oh. communicate with that many people. And we worked with some incredible brands um, that kind of opened up an opportunity to build essentially a youth communications business um, that geez, at the height of it, we had 42 staff. We we're working with brands all around the world. That was a real roller coaster. Um, I, yeah, I say a real roller coaster because it went up because we had such a reach, but it went down because we didn't really have the expertise to manage a lot of the work that we did. Our managed okay. size of 42 people aged 24, 25, 26 is, that's a lot. And yeah. Uh, and so I, ha I had a roller coaster of thinking I was Johnny Big Balls with a big fat wallet and uh, realizing actually, no, I wasn't just broke. I was really, really deeply in debt. Um, and I uh, set up a social media agency um, called Leading Social. We were one of the first social media agencies in the country um, and then sold out of that uh, recently. And uh, what I kind of came to the conclusion of is, I, I, as I said, I went on a roller coaster. I did really well, unfortunately, made a bit of balls of things, um, but mm. uh, made things right, paid everybody off, uh, put a bit of money in my back pocket, and then... Basically, towards the end of 2019, I said, right, I need to take some time for myself because all I knew was work and my mm. life really revolved around work. As much as I thought I had balance, I really was fairly deep in work. So my aim for 2020 was to take the year off um, and I was going to do a bit of traveling. Uh, COVID kicked in. And yeah. uh, it's funny, Spielberg has this thing about saying like your mission, mm -hmm. uh, it, it kind of whispers up from behind you. And, and, and sometimes it, it can come up very, very subtly. But when you, when you feel it, you know it's right for you. And, yeah. and it, me in COVID, uh, a friend picked up the phone and said, Jamie, um, could I get your advice on something? And uh, I found myself doing a little bit of consulting, doing a little bit more consulting, doing a little bit more consulting. And before I knew it, I had... Uh, I, I had a business uh, in myself and consulting and uh, coaching with people. And it's a, a space I absolutely love. And going from working, you know, through a lot of people. And what I mean by that is as you build a business and you have a lot of staff and, you know, you find yourself very disconnected from the work you're doing, the clients you're working yeah. with. It's really, it's a really beautiful feeling to be able to get front and center and work directly with somebody and see the fruition of that work come to life over the period that you're engaged. Um, and so anyway, halfway through 2020, I was doing a lot of this work. It was all remote and um, thanks to COVID. And I actually say mm. really thanks to COVID because COVID's really served <laughs> me well. I, I realized I could work remotely. And as that kind of idea sunk into my head, I thought, wow, uh, I can travel. Um, because I was one of those types prior that uh, felt an entrepreneurial career would bring me freedom. Uh, when in actual fact, when you have a team, when you have clients, when you have expectations of you, it becomes very, very hard to switch off and very hard to travel. Uh, I'm sure. Whereas, co you know, this consulting work, uh, the remote um, kind of just normalization that COVID brought in, suddenly I went, oh my God, I can travel. And COVID kind of with the lockdown nature of it was a real motivator for me to go, right, no, I want to be somewhere else. Uh, and so that's how I found myself over here in Bali, uh, yeah. which is which is really interesting. I kind of had this idea that if I went here, I would, I would develop a more international uh, side to my work where I wouldn't be working with people that I, you know, I, I, you know, in Ireland, I'd be working with people from everywhere. And that's happened. Yeah. I found myself working with 
I have a client over in the Maldives. I have a client in Australia. I have clients in the States, um, the UK. And it's very much because I'm in the middle of this kind of melting plot where there's people from all over the world. And it gives you the opportunity to kind of um, uh, to reach different new audiences. So anyway, I've given a bit of a lengthy uh, introduction, but hopefully that's opened up a, a bit of a uh, bit of opportunity for, for chat. And so where would you like to take the conversation from here? Yeah, do we just rewind it a small bit, Jamie? Just would say when you were, I, just, I came across your stuff first. I just, it was probably Facebook or Instagram, whatever it was. Um, just the chats you were doing or interviews. It was somewhere in Dublin, in a big room, big table, one on one, like it was video chats. I, I don't know, were you giving advice or were you doing interviews? Had you some sort of podcast going back then? Yeah, so for me, basically, I. <clears throat> I had a bit of a funny thing. Basically, I lasted all of about two weeks in college. I, oh, I just couldn't connect with the lessons being taught in theory. And what were you doing? What were you studying? I was studying commerce in UCD. And anyway, so I left. Um, I jumped into work. I, uh, I made a whole load of mistakes, but I loved it because it was all very real. It was very tangible. And um, what it what it really forced is you know when I made a mistake I, I had to pick up the phone and ring somebody and ask them for advice and I I became I, I I very quickly realized that I learned really well when I talked to people uh, so if I sat in the classroom no but if I if I sat down and had a conversation with somebody I would I'd learn and I'd learn really well um, especially so if it was kind of relevant to uh, to where I'm at so yeah. Um, from as long as I can remember, like literally 1920, I always had something whereby I would meet one or two people that uh, were out of my social circle, kind of piqued my curiosity every week. And I'd, I'd sit down with them and the, there would generally be a kind of a thing, uh, like a, 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 a theme to the conversation or a question that the conversation would revolve around. But also as well, I'd always say, you know what, I'd love to love to hear what you'd say to your younger self and what you'd say if you were in my position and mm. um and I, I i loved that uh i i did it very naturally i like i've i've interviewed well over 100 entrepreneurs i've interviewed well over 100 coaches therapists uh counselors um i'm, I'm fascinated by them and I kind of as social media was kind of starting to develop, I thought, you know, why don't I share some of these conversations that I'm having and mm. see if people like them? And I, I, I'd love to say it took off from there. It absolutely didn't. Uh, the videos probably got about 100, <laughs> 100 or 200 views. But yeah. just there's something inside me that I kind of, it's nice to do something blindly for others, not knowing what value it will bring them. And for me, for me, as I said, like, yeah, it is a nice thing to be able to record a conversation and share it out blindly, not knowing who it'll hit, where it'll meet. But what I find is strange is that I, like everybody, go through ups and downs. And the days I'm down, almost always an email comes in from somebody saying, sharing, like sharing back a video that I released or an interview that I did and said, Jamie, how you doing? I just wanted you to, just wanted you to know, uh, this video really meant a lot to me. Um, thank you. Uh, and it's, 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 it's really beautiful, but it's, it's also at the same time, very fascinating, the timing of those mails when they come in uh, and they come in from all over the world. Like the beautiful thing about social media is you put something up and it can land anywhere in the world. Um, yeah. So 
yeah, I suppose that's a bit of context into where they came from. And then, yeah, like uh, I get a, I get awful slagging from one of my friends in particular, Louis. He's he, he's hilarious, and he every time we're chatting, he he'll take out YouTube and he'll be like, "So I see your last video got sixty views, Jamie." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Louis, <clears throat> I'm going to show you a mail here from some from Shahar in Pakistan, and uh, and it, it it actually is really really beautiful. So yeah, that's my kind of reason why I do it. It's essentially trying to do something. Uh, do some good and share something out blindly. I felt that would be better than me, uh, perhaps volunteering at the lo- at, at a, a local shelter or something like that. That was my yeah yeah good thing that I could do out for others. Yeah yeah, but Louis won't let you away with that. Louis will pull you back to back to earth awful quick. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But listen, you know what? The lovely thing is when you find yourself doing things, you know, you're doing them for yourselves, not for anybody anybody else. And I I do that. Self-centeredly, I love those mails when they come in. Um, I obviously yeah. I love those chats. I get a hell of a lot out of them, um, and it's it's really really nice to know that, yeah, they 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 could hopefully bring other people value as well. So yeah, it's a kind of a, f- a funny yeah. self-centered therapy, essentially. That's good. Yeah, it's good. Fair play. Thank to you. you. Um, just again, you said something towards the beginning of the interview or the chat there, Jamie. Um, when you were you had all these businesses going. I think you described yourself as Johnny Big Balls going around <laughs> with the big wallet. But we'd say you were in a good bit of debt at the time, were you? Had you did you go through a, a rough spell there it, when you were in debt? Or? No. So so what happened was basically I did really, really well from a young age in all those clubs. Um, like, like really well. Uh, and so well to the point that you kind of, you build a bit of an arrogance and a bit of a cockiness and you don't look over things as attentively as you should. Um, and it's kind of like a, mm. a trade. I, as I said, I... I I wanted to study other entrepreneurs and you start to see similar patterns emerge. Unfortunately, when success comes a little bit too early, it has a funny way of uh, biting you. Um, I, we, we did so well in the clubs that I figured, you know what, geez, I can do anything. We can, you know what, open a global magazine, um, open a youth communications agency, hire 40 people and, hmm. uh, and so on and so forth. And, you know, you can hiring people is one thing. Learning to manage people, learning to inspire people, learning to efficiently work yeah. with people is a is a whole other ball game. And uh, and uh, you know, and also having a great idea is something. Realizing it, realizing it in a lean, efficient, and profitable fashion is again a whole other thing. But when so much money is coming in from one aspect, and you can kind of cover up those problems with cash, uh, mm. it'll get you by to a point. But sometimes things start to grow their own legs and run away with themselves. And so, yeah, I, 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 one year I found myself very well to do. And then the next year I found myself uh, very abruptly uh, and very deeply in debt. Um, and mm. unfortunately, the reasons were all too obvious at that time. Uh, dramatically overextended, uh, loose, loose, loose management, loose, loose track of cash. Um yeah, 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 yeah. That's um. I can go into lots, loads more detail, but I might find myself waffling on. So you let me know what's of no. interest to you, and I'll follow up then from there. But you have to be a certain, or there has to be a certain amount of bravery to do what you did and to take a chance on different businesses and to just so one business after the other. So, so fuck it, might as well give it a go. What have I got to lose? Sort of thing, so you know? but genuinely, actually, I really feel it was stupidity. Um, but what right. I did think was brave, and what I do what I do feel was admirable was I could have gone bankrupt, could have written off all the debts, could have burnt a load of people, and I didn't. Uh, 
I, yeah, I didn't. I, I, that was 768,000. And I, uh, I called everybody. I came to arrangements with everybody. And I, over five years, God, I thought I'd, I'd pay it off in six months. I remember I was that deluded at the time. But anyway, it took me five years. Um, I paid everybody off. Um, I actually ended up checking into hospital two weeks later. I was just completely burnt out. And it's just funny how, mm. how the timing of things, debts paid, body was like, right, we can give things away. Yeah. <laughs> we can catch up now. Uh, Time out. But that, that for me, that was the part where I was like, actually, that was bravery. That was, that was really inspired. I had a very close, strong friend by my side who really encouraged me. He said, Jamie, do you know what? You can, you can take a step out here, but if you go forward, wow, what you'll learn and the strength that it'll bring you, it will be so challenging, but it will contribute to your success down the line at, at such a high value. Um, why not do that? A guy called Garvin Smith, he's an incredible guy. And, uh, and, I, I, and he was completely right. It was a horrific <laughs> period. Uh, and I, 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 I um, yeah, a horrific period, but it's one that I look back on now and go, well, okay, I really went through a challenging time, but I've got such a wealth of experience, of knowledge, of a kind of extended stress capacity off the back of that. And, you know, once you have that, yeah. it really, really does stand to you down the line. So it's nice to have that in the back pocket. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Um, we'll bring it up to today. So, Jamie, um, what sort of clients do you work with? Do you work with like people from all different backgrounds, all different businesses? Yeah. Or have you like, is there a common yeah. client that approaches it? To, for um, interestingly, there's there definitely is commonalities amongst the people that I'm working with. Uh, predominantly female, uh, predominantly mm. uh, holistic minded. Uh, I am very kind of ma mm. magical person i really do believe in magic i really do believe that um you know as much as people might want to work on their businesses uh, the work starts at home uh, personally um and so you get open curious types uh, that i work with that's in the kind of type or personality type um they generally fall into uh three kind of spaces one um somebody with a hell of an idea that's going to do really well or is doing well, taking off like a rocket um, the kind of high potential startup. And I find myself working with those entrepreneurs really well uh, because just the, the right advice at the right stage can really quite dramatically change the trajectory of a company. And um, yeah. I find myself working with some types that have a good business uh, and are turning good money, um, but they're not seeing any of it. Uh, essentially, they're breaking even. Uh, they're quite burnt out. Um, and that kind of burnout space is something that I find myself working with uh, for a lot of people. Um, and, uh, and it's helping people navigate out of that, helping people bring, uh, bring a change uh, to where they're at and bring a, 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 a well, key thing is profitability, um, but a real thing is balance to their life um, and kind of reignite the, the fire that they, they had um, initially. Um, that's kind of the second uh, stereotype. And the third, uh, which is interesting, and it's come up really off the back of being here, is um, uh, the kind of types that have done really, really well, but are just completely out of balance with themselves. So they've got a whole ton of cash, but no lives. And that's, that's, mm. uh, that's kind of, it's a fascinating space, you know, because, you know, a lot, of, a lot of us in the kind of business game, we're taught to... Uh, 
to really just, you know, put our heads down, work hard, and that, you know, when we have all the cash, everything will make sense. But it's it's interesting that mm. for a lot of types, they can find themselves doing really, really well and having a ton of cash, but they have nothing else. So their whole life is orientated around their work. Uh, some of them might have lost their partners. Some of them might have lost their health. Um, some of them might have really lost their social skills. You know those types, the way you can talk, you can talk to them only yeah. about their business. And... Um, yeah. And that's a really, really interesting space to get to work with somebody. Um, and and, that, and that's why I, I kind of do talk about the more holistic side of things and that, you know, success isn't all about business. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a real balance. And, um, and so that, 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 those are the kind of the trends that I'm finding myself working with. But to be completely honest, what's lovely about this work is that you get to pick your opportunities and, uh, and so sometimes, you know, somebody will come to you and you might, might like, there's actually so, somebody who's in the start of changing careers um, who I've just connected in with. And she is just so, she's such a hard worker. She's got such a, such a kind of a beautiful charisma coming out of her that I was like, brilliant, I want to work with you. So I, they do say, obviously, the real successful types hone in on a niche and, uh, and drive forward from there. But I suppose I'm in the early stages of this. I'm really kind of, you know, in the early stage of my career. So it's really, really nice to be working with different types um, and bringing them value. So sorry, that's another long answer. And God, I'm bringing the conversation off no. on the chain. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, no. that's where I'm at. That's what we want to hear. Um, we say a time frame, if, you're, if you are working with a business, you don't have any set time frame. You just keep working with them oh, no, until I, they I think... I don't need your help anymore. No, no, no. Uh, One of the things I noticed when I interviewed all the different counselors and therapists was that a lot of them had these ongoing relationships that for their clients became kind of awkward in terms of when do they get out. And uh, and also as well, some of the work might lose a bit of direction. So for me, my engagements are three months. And and that for me is a real, yeah, it's my kind of, it's, it's uh, it's to have very very clear specific goals for those three months. Um, it's to have a specific duration for the relationship. So you know, there's a bit of priority. There's a bit of uh, there's a bit of um, there's a, a a bit of a time constraint on things. Um, now, oftentimes clients will take a break for a month or so and come back in, but it's always with a specific focus. Um, so there's none of this idea of oh yeah we're engaged and we're engaged for life and things will just keep going on and on. Mm-hmm. absolutely not I, I, I do think yeah. it's a nice thing that you know uh, people are kept on their toes and it works both ways like I, I said goodbye to a, a couple of clients um, and also you know some clients have said goodbye to me and, but it's nice that both parties don't feel like ah, yeah we're glued at the hip here and um, because to for coaching and consulting work to work right it's very very pro, uh, proactive work uh, it's 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 very very taxing like you know you you have to be honest. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be proactive with decisions and you have to work hard to get the, the value from it. So when, when that's dipping, um, you need, you, you know, something like a time constraint can work really well. Something like the vulnerability of perhaps not that support not being there can work really well to reignite uh, things as necessary. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so back to yourself in general and your own personal life, I suppose. Are you giving yourself more of a, a break now that you're in Bali? Are you actually uh, like yeah. 
more of a life life balance. Away yeah, from yeah, 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 yeah. Laptop and work. Well, so I um over here, I I actually realized pretty quickly on that in coaching and consulting, you can actually you're only really good for one call. Um, so I actually only have one call a day. Um, which for some people they might be like, "What? That sounds ridiculous." But um, <laughs> you know, it, it actually is quite interesting the level of responsibility you have when you're working with somebody. You know, you need to be alert, you need to be mm. focused, but you also need to have your own house in order. You need to be connecting with that person from a grounded state and from also, you know, from a broad thinking space. So, uh, yeah, so I I realized pretty quick, quickly on that I could only uh, work with one person a day. Um, so I, and those calls, my, my engagements are between kind of 90 minutes and two hours. Um, that's the kind of, we, we have a 90 minute to two hour call every two weeks um, over a three week period, yeah. sorry, three month period. And I'm, I'm on kind of full support over email as well as necessary. Um, but yeah, I, I generally will work kind of three hours a day. Uh, with the time difference, I kind of work uh, about 8, uh, 8 p.m. till 11 p.m. here, um, get to sleep. And then my days are, I actually, yeah, I really love my days here. Um, and they are exactly as you've said, you, you know, they, they're very, energizing or rejuvenating because that was something I, I i was conscious of well I, I wasn't as conscious of it until i kind of came over here of how tired how jaded how yeah how, how knackered i was um from just things previously uh my my day yeah. here is i kind of get up I, i'm right beside the beach so I walk the beach um i i've taken to crossfit and gymnastics of all things so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do, I do about two and a half, three hours training every day. Um, and then what yeah. I love about that is that one, the training is phenomenal. It just put, it moves your body in all different directions. Cause I unfortunately spent about 14 hours a day hooched over my seat, looking at my laptop. Um, is that in Wanderlust? Yeah, that's with Dave Driscoll and Sam yeah, in yeah. Uh, Wanderlust. And it's, it's incredible. It's just this huge, big facility and you're training with like just the, the, the thing about here is it attracts these super athletes. Um, I'm a big believer that you're the average of the people you surround yourself with most. And Jesus, I'm sitting yeah. in that gym with like professional CrossFit athletes and then these models that are so strong. And I, I, I know you might see models mm -hmm. and I'm thinking female. No, I'm thinking male and female. Like there's this guy, Samuel, a yeah, French yeah. guy. And he is just so physically primed it's a, it's just amazing to see uh, the, the level at which a body can operate and then you have these women that are like front page models that the stuff they can do in the gym the strength that they have in them is just out of this world um so it's a very inspiring atmosphere to be in but also a really social atmosphere to be in um so i i, I yeah. really it's funny prioritizing training so much but it's it's very much because of one the effect obviously you feel physically um and what it kind of washes out of you perhaps mentally uh, but also then the social aspect who you meet um I, I, a big thing over here as well is spas spas are like the real social place and what i mean by that is like uh saunas and cold cold uh yeah cold therapy, therapy yeah. um but there's kind of these really nice spots where you can kind of do that but also have the chats and drinks drink juices or stuff but um so that's kind of 
it would be a bit more glamorous than my little blue bucket out the back door of my house, outside the back door of my yeah, house I, that I go into. I, I feel like a complete creep because I actually, I, I follow your stories and I'm like, I'm going to get one of those blue buckets when I go home. And it, like it is, it yeah. is definitely glamorous but in terms of, you know, the, the, the settings that you're in. But what I'm just blown away by is the chats that you have. And, you know, there's just every type of coach, every, uh, lots of the lots of these fantastic digital entrepreneurs um a lot, a lot of a lot of crypto uh crypto types and trader types but all these people that are yeah. essentially remote living like a lot of people here they don't have a home they have lived in hotels or airbnbs for the last five ten years um uh, which is incredible they they take the money essentially that one would put in on deposit or into a home and uh, they have a stock portfolio that is paying them enough cash that generally speaking covers their accommodation. It, it, it's a very different mm. way of approaching things, but when you break it down, it makes a lot of sense. So, so I talked about the kind of the interviews that I do. I am interviewing, you know, one or two people every week over here. And I, I'm just, I'm, as I said, I'm fascinated by the different decisions that they make. Uh, one of the things being they don't buy a home. They invest into uh, they invest predominantly into stocks and shares or, or crypto. Uh, they live off uh, they li- live off essentially a, a fraction of their earnings or their their capital appreciation, and uh, and yeah, they they're they're seriously seriously mobile and they kind of just go from place to place to place, living a really really interesting life. Um, so yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's it's different. different. So yeah, so. The day consists of, you know, a lot of activity, some really good, nice spaces to kind of meet people, some great chats. Uh, and then in my own, my own kind of time, I'm kind of, I, I'm, I'm enjoying uh, just a bit of space to myself to, uh, you know, it could be read, it could be journaling, it could be, it, it could be just going for, going for a walk, whatever it might be, but it's actually just nice to get some real time alone. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was tr- going to try and kind of excuse that or talk it up in a different way, but in actual fact, it's it's so valuable. I think, I think, um, yeah, it doesn't. It, it just when you experience it, you kind of know exactly the value it brings. Yeah, hundred percent. I see you were in what's it, the practice? Is it that the yoga studio? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, seems like yeah, a cool there's spot. a guy called Octavio that's built this. I know I follow he's him. Yeah. So cool. Really like he does his he like he he's he's um I'm sure he's from New Zealand. He looks certainly like an all black. He is uh he's he's like a, he's a big dude. He does his yoga practice in his black jeans and it's just very nice and refreshing to 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 learn yoga or to do a yoga class with a badass yoga dude that you know he's not shoving yeah. spirituality down your throat. He's just He's, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. he's really making good sense of things. And I, I like that, you know, when somebody, like I always think yoga is an interesting thing because a lot of, a lot of uh, people, they follow the yoga path and they, uh, they all fall into this yogic stereotype, um, which is a shame because people work with mm. people. And so, you know, what separates us apart is our individuality. And uh, unfortunately, yeah. there's not enough of that in the yoga space, but it's very refreshing here to come across these, as I said, these badass uh types that are 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 brilliant anyway long story short he's built an amazing studio called practice it's bang here in the middle of changu 
it is one of these spaces that when you come into it, you cannot but feel calm, peaceful, and like some healing is taking place. And then, yeah, the classes are brilliant. Yeah. It's 90 minutes, different to the Irish norm of uh, 60 minutes. Um, and it's great. Like, it, w- the, the, as I said, the training here, like between the yoga in that respect, the, uh, the, uh, the, the CrossFit, uh, and now the latest thing for me, gymnastics, it's weird, but it, uh, it's, it's really brilliant. It's, it's lovely. And it, as I said, there's more to it than just the activity. It's the people you meet, the conversations you have, the opportunities that come from that. I think a lot of us, when we think yeah. about work, we think about, as I said, hammering ourselves over a laptop. When in actual fact, it is shocking how much you can do when you just get out there into the world and start chatting. Yeah, brilliant. Talk to me about <laughs> gymnastics, Jimmy. Uh, will you be able to do the splits and the backflip before I'm able to not, do it? Because you are <laughs> in incredible shape and uh, you, you've got a home gym, don't you? I have a home gym, yeah. I'm lucky to have it, to be honest with you. I'm building, uh, it was gathering the equipment for the last 10 years, so it's just, it all came together. I'm sort of living out here in the home gym now at the minute, doing live yoga yeah. classes every day, personal training with a few people in my bubble. Like this. The shape myself, you're in so. now. Uh, unfortunately, I, um, I, I look, look. As I said, like I, I always trained, but it's almost like the training was just helping me keep going with the ridiculous work schedule that I had for myself. And I don't think people recognize, and I don't think the probably the more commercial world wants to recognize how toxic it is to be sitting in a chair, stressing over a laptop for eight, nine, ten hours a day, and the damage it does. Um, and what I what I found when I first kind of joined in, in that CrossFit, which was, you know, CrossFit is intense and Wanderlust is, is worldly renowned yeah. for being as intense as it gets. The effect it had in, I think, uh, breaking off some of that, uh, some, some of that damage I'd done, I think was amazing. But the gymnastics is a funny one. Um, it's, a, it's a gym called Nirvana Strength. And uh, and so you'll go in and there'll be, well, today there was a class on muscle ups and there was a class on handstands. There's of course classes on splits and, and you name it. Um, and it's just, it's, it's really, really subtle exercises. So like the muscle up, they broke up into about eight different exercises and you worked your way through them bit by bit by bit, but there was a lot of, there was a lot of mobility in between. There's a lot of, a, a lot of actual just work on yourself in between. And it, it's lovely. Like it's really, really interesting to to go into a, a gym setting. Like it's obviously quite a contrast to CrossFit where you're really intensely hammering yourself in the gym, whereas this is much, much more thought out movements, much more subtle movements. And you know, you're much, much, much greater emphasis on technique. And the the effects are like like my body was shaking and vibrating at a level I <laughs> I was quite felt in a while. Yeah. It, it was really, really, uh, really challenging. Um, but the good kind of challenging that, you know, like it's torturous, but you know, wow, I'm waking up muscles I haven't used in a long, long time here. Blood and, uh, yeah, blood and oxygen training, is yeah. circulating its way around my system in a way it hasn't in a long time. This is good. We're waking up. There's a guy in there training. I know you mentioned a French guy, but I think it was Wanderlust you said he was in. But I think I follow that Nirvana strength um nico he's the motion guy uh, on instagram it, a french guy with a mohican uh, what's his 
I don't know what his surname is. He is the motion guy, I think, is his handle on Instagram. He is an absolute animal, what he can do. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas de Poila become the ultimate athlete. That could be him. I can send you on uh, his link or whatever. Do you know what? Like, honestly, like what I can't get. Yeah. So this guy, this is like standard guy sitting sitting beside you. Like I was, was like, he just, it, it is incredible. uh, The people that you're, you're training, training with and what, what they can do. Um, Like, I don't know if you're familiar with this yoga guy, um, Dylan Warner. Have you heard of him? Uh, yeah, I know. Oh. Well, I don't know him. Yeah, like, yeah Dylan's a friend over here. But like, I was I was sitting in the gym, and Dylan is, is doing a, a one-handed handstand and like moving his legs around yeah. in like a whirlwind like shape. And you just you like that's twenty years work sitting like being shown off in yeah. front of you, and it's as I said, it's so inspiring. There was a yeah, it's it's, it's 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 dedication, but it, but it's it's. It's beautiful as well to be able to recognize, like, that, that's what a 20-year yoga practice looks like. Uh, <laughs> like, he, yeah. he is amazing. And, um, yeah, there's, there's all, all, these, all these people over here um, and the way, in which they, the way in which they've just developed and disciplined their body is, is inspiring and incredible. And most of them people that are training, it looks like all they do all day is just train and eat and train and eat. But that's their job as well. They're obviously working remotely. Yeah, so there's a lot of like, like there's a lot of sponsored athletes uh, over here. And and so, yeah, they are, they are, they are training, they're sharing content. They've built out online courses, books, uh, you, you name it. Um, there's a lot of those types. Uh, there's a lot of types like, there's a lot of a lot of coaching types that realize you know what i meet a lot of people in these circles um there's uh like i I, sorry i I, i'm trying to touch into the the wider spread like there is an enormous amount of online coaches performers um that they have made a huge career out of training uh, of bringing their themselves to a kind of a peak level and then sharing how they do it online. And, and you know, like, it's not kind yeah. of like small money. You talk to them and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like I, I make 30, 20 grand, 30 grand, 40 grand a month off my online courses. Um, uh, and, and so, you know, it's, it is kind of funny because with, with, a, with a naive eye, you might look at them and go, all they do is just train and eat. And, and you know, what, what do they do with themselves? And yeah. it's like, no, actually, they have put savage work into doing this, understanding how to share it really, really well online, and then build a very sophisticated funnel that sells those that are interested on a program that works so well that the people that do it want to share it with other people. Um, and so yeah. they're, they're living this, li- like this lifestyle that is completely tuned to how they want to. Like they're living life completely on their terms because they put some really, really good work into them. They've worked very, very smart. And yeah, there are, there, there are so many people in that space. And it's, as I said, I've been sitting down with them, chatting to them, and it's just been fascinating to learn, uh, yeah, to, 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 to get that kind of in, insight and to see how, uh, how they've done it. Um, yeah, I, I, it's brought a, a real level. <laughs> I've got, kind of got a huge level of respect for them now because I'm just, it's, it's, it's deadly to see, as I said, like these, these, um, 
these swimsuit models that have done like beach body ready mm. programs um have built hundreds of thousands of followers and are literally making hundreds of thousands each month it's amazing yeah 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 i feel sorry for you Jim. tough you look very very day. tough um <laughs> what's your plan or have you a plan for the future as in yeah, staying over there or yeah so what i what i'm trying to get myself into is a bit more of this kind of more mobile mindset uh this more global mindset this more uh free mindset if that makes sense um because i i can see the 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 quality of life it brings and and the the spontaneity and the excitement it brings similarly um so for me i am i'm on a one-way ticket out here uh i do miss ireland i uh and I, i do miss my kind of my family and my pals uh i'm not liking obviously the way things are at the moment in lockdown uh i i'm here kind of sitting things out uh when circumstances kind of change i'll come home but it's just interesting coming home with the attitude of being that little bit more mobile on my feet perhaps you know traveling that little bit more and making sure that like my a lot of the business that i used to do was you know events conferences um campaigns and i'm now very very interested in keeping things online keeping things mobile um i yeah yeah, yeah. so so for me it's 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 kind of being being less uh less anchored with my thoughts and and as i said keeping keeping my plans my ideas and my um my yeah my plans and my ideas with a very kind of mobile uh mobile freeing kind of mindset into them as i said kind of at the start of the start of my career i really thought oh you build a big business and that that'll bring you freedom and as i said it, it more like felt like a cage uh and so i've probably gone a bit full circle on that but i want to make sure that for whatever i do next it uh it it just complements that freedom all the more it complements that mobility all the more yeah 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 oh, sounds good sounds like a plan and it's going well for you so far so good so why yeah yeah broken, it, like it? It, you know what it's Look, it's it's a very different world for me at the moment. Like, I I really miss the team that I had. I I actually appreciate them all the more now that I'm kind of finding myself doing a bit of the work I used to delegate, but also learning how skilled some of them were. Um, so it is it is an interesting challenge being in that space of transition. Um, but it's exciting. It's really exciting when you stop, you know, scheduling yourself to the pl- point of you know your days are just a chore. And you know what you're going to be doing the same time next week, next month, next year, and you start to actually break out mm-hmm. that a little bit. You start to do things that you really enjoy, and you start to work things in a way that those things can actually work well for you. And having, you know, I don't know what I'll do next yeah. week, so let's bring a bit of surprise to that. It's, yeah, it's a lovely, it's a lovely kind of new way uh, for me anyway at the moment. Class sounds class. Um, I could listen to you talking or telling stories all day, Jimmy, but I'll probably have to wrap it up in about 10 minutes, I'd say. But I might hit you with just a few random questions. Absolutely, I'd love it. Please do. for that. Let's go. So when you think of the word successful, who is the first person that comes to mind? Yeah. My dad's solicitor. He also works a bit in property, uh, but he is so... Uh, balanced 
Um, you know, he's somebody that always has time for what's important. Uh, doesn't get distracted. He's just such an unbelievably uh, knowledgeable guy in every area. Um, very, very giving. I, I, I already said it, but very giving of his time. Um, I, 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 you know, it, look, it's like all things. Sometimes you don't appreciate what's on your doorstep most. Um, and it's only as you kind of, yeah. I suppose you grow a little bit older that you realize, Jesus, I am so, so lucky um, to have that kind of uh, successful figure in, in my life. And I, I have that, I, I'm really, really blessed in that regard. Like my dad is incredible. My mum is incredible. Uh, my uh, my my brother, my sister. I, I have a family of very, very, uh, very cool, uh, like very, very interesting individual uh, types. Like my dad, my dad is a solicitor, comes from legal background, my principal, very strong, very knowledgeable. My mum is very creative, very arty. Had a number of boutiques. Is a designer. Um, my sister is quite a well regarded vegan influencer. She's, incredible work ethic and has built up her own independent career and my brother then is commercial director for yeah. a car trawler and like has led their growth over the last 10 12 years he is car trawler is the company that when you're booking a flight uh, at the end it's like would you like to book a car they're that engine that links all these travel flights with all these car yeah. car rentals and he is he is yeah incredible so it's it's lovely to have really uh successful characters in your life and very very different types of success uh similarly so yeah i'm kind of blessed in that regard yeah great answer great answer um is there one thing that you would like to be better at uh yeah i touched on it uh spending time with myself i'd like to be better at it uh, I, I did a podcast recently with a guy called Meditation Dave and uh, he's well worth following on Instagram. He is, uh, he's bringing Vipassana meditations online. I think he's re recently kind of put through 60,000 people. Um, but it, Vipassana, yeah. And he Vipassana. is... Oh, I'd love to try that. Meditation, Dave, Meditation Dave, is it? Uh, as I said, he's brought oh, them online yeah, so you definitely. can do them at home. He is incredible and i've had some beautiful conversations with him since i've been over and you know I, I i i just i am the more i go in the more value i get and so i would love to develop and better that and that's something i think that you know there's no limit to how much you can deepen that practice but i do feel that the better connected you are to yourself essentially the better off you are mm, absolutely yeah absolutely i agree um what is the one thing that annoys you the most? Uh, actually, interesting. I have to keep catching myself because I keep speaking out publicly about this. Uh, people exploiting vulnerable people. It fucks me off to no degree. Swore. Sorry. <laughs> but like, I cannot tell you. So yeah. <laughs> over here, unfortunately, there are a lot of types that are finding themselves. And there are like vulture-like vulture therapists and coaches that are, aren't there with the right intentions um and and certainly that's actually quite a mission why i, I work with quite a quite a few holistic types um because I, I think the uh anyway sorry i could waffle on in that space and these are meant to be short shooting questions but anyway that's something we could do a whole hour on <laughs> okay okay um 
What are you most afraid of? Magic. That scares the hell out of me. Magic. Shazam. Shazam. And the final question I ask everyone and I finish with Jamie White. How do you define happiness? Wow. How do you define happiness? Uh, 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 uh. Wow. Uh, you can see, yeah, you can see yeah, your voice yeah, you, note. You completely dumbstruck me, which is a, a shocker. Um, I, I, I'm so sorry because I know you were like, oh, don't want to edit this. And now here's me going, uh, 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 uh. No, Honestly, no. like when no, you no, say happiness, I think of a reunion um, with a partner having not seen them for a long time. I think of my mum's hug. Uh, I think of uh, coming home to my bed at home. Uh, I think of uh, I, I think of a walk on the beach and with a big smile on my face. Um, so I associate happiness with those those beautiful moments. Um, everybody's interpretation of happiness is going to be different, but for me, it's just that it's that beautiful feeling that's yeah. warm inside. Um, yeah, that's 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 what comes up for me when you say it. But I struggle to say it, so perhaps I'll sit on that for a little bit longer. Yeah, beautiful. No, it's a beautiful answer. Um, perfect, Jamie. We might have to wrap it pleasure. up. That's all right, Dude, Lovely to connect, by the way, because as I said, I, 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 I think our relationship is just based over on Instagram. But I, I, like I yeah, no, I, I, lo- I love, I love following your content, and I, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I haven't quite understood the connection, but I really like it. So I just wanted to say thank you for reaching out. It's been lovely to get the opportunity to have a chat in this setting. <laughs> Oh, it is, yeah. No, it's an absolute pleasure to chat to you. Uh, if you want to give us your platforms, Jamie, just so people Absolutely. will be so able to find you So for me, I am Jamie White. So at Jamie White on Instagram, uh, Jamie White on YouTube. So youtube.com forward slash Jamie White and jamiewhite.com. Um, and my email is jamie at jamiewhite.com. So hopefully that's easy to remember. <laughs> A gentleman and a scholar. Thank Jamie, you, an Thank you for the opportunity. We'll, we'll, we'll talk again soon, hopefully. Come on. Thank you. Take care.